0: The Winefellers comes to you from the lavish WHUP studios in Hillsborough, North Carolina. Listen to us also on WPVM Asheville, WCOM Carborough, and WRLY Raleigh. This week's Winefellers is brought to you by... Hillsboro Yarn Shop. Voted Best Yarn Shop by our Hillsboro Yarn Shop employees. Have a cup of herbal tea, and knit with us at Hillsboro Yarn Shop. Your business name here. Proudly serving Hillsboro since site year here. Your business name here. And Cody's Laboratory Animals. Just say Winefellers and receive 10% off your next order of live hamsters and rabbits. Test with the best using Cody's Laboratory Animals. Welcome to this week's episode of The Wine Fellers, right here on WHUPLP, Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Joe, co-founder of Truebottle.com, your professional source for wine auction prices, and my good feller Mark here, fine wine auction director with Leland Little Auctions, and together we are the wine feather.
1: How about some broker for cheese in a...
0: in our most boaty McBoat-faced episode of the Winefellers ever, as we take to the high seas to explore rum, bum, and baccy. So batten down the hatches and give a wide berth as we shake a leg to the bitter end, while learning about the most famous nautical phrases we unknowingly use every day. We'll make good use of this laboriously learned landlubber's lexicon during the second half of the show when we meet and converse with a real live pirate, Jerry Gertz of Erie Canal Cruises. And because no nautical adventure at sea would be complete without getting three sheets to the wind, let's ask our very own first mate and my good feller Mark, in all ye great wide world, what be we drinking today? Wine, y'all. Hey, <laughs>
1: Jim. Hey. Well, uh, hello, Mark. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to do a pirate accent because I know that I can't, but this really looks like the best show we've ever had planned for today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It beat out all the others, Mark.
1: It did. And I think, I mean, we've never had a nautical theme, and everyone, our whole audience has been begging for us to do one. Yes.
0: Drinking and boating just go together. (laughs)
1: Yes. Everybody (laughs) knows that when you're on a boat, you're allowed to drink and drive. Are you? I don't
0: know. Well, we will find out later. Let's find out. From a real pirate. Yes. Or captain. A real captain. (laughs) Please, Mark. Take me away from my misery, uh, and tell me what am I drinking today?
1: Well, do we have a great drink in store for you in honor of our sea-loving <laughs> uh, uh, theme? We are drinking nothing but grog. It looks like a uh, like iced tea. It does. And you know, what? <laughs> I actually didn't even really know what grog was until very recently. Um, and so, all grog is, is you know, grog doesn't sound like something you'd want to drink. It does not. But all it really is is a mixture of water and rum, about four, oh. a four to one mix. So, think wait, a, four parts uh, water. Yes. Ugh. Four parts water to one part rum. This was consumed. I'll with, take what I can get. <laughs> well, <laughs> it doesn't taste that great. Uh, I poured you some right there. Dude. Give it a try. Uh, cons- it, it was consumed by sailors and pirates during their months-long jir- journeys at sea. Not only did it serve as a disinfectant for their typically algae-infested drinking water, <laughs> but it took up uh, much less room than the one gallon per sailor per day ration of beer, which was typical at the time. And so give it a try. Mm, mm. That... Uh, that's actually
0: pretty, I mean, I know you don't like it, but I don't find anything wrong with it. It tastes good. But what are the, there seems to be some particulate matter in here. What exactly did you put in this, Mark?
1: Particulate matter?
0: Yeah. Uh, so you mixed it with rum. Just rum and water. And water. Yeah. Did this water have anything in it? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> I I don't see a particular model, but maybe you got <laughs> the lucky glass. So good for you. Uh, that's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, that's but good. Um, so yeah, we're, we're dr- to me it doesn't taste that great. It's just I mean I'm not a big rum drinker to begin with, but it's really like watered down rum, and you can imagine what that tastes like. So um, you know
0: I uh, am glad we're drinking grog because I have been uh, a huge uh, nautical fan. Buff, uh,
1: and I know a little bit about grog as well. Well, I made this particular grog with the cheapest rum available. I mixed it with water from my backyard goldfish pond. <laughs> that
0: would explain what I'm seeing in the water. That
1: must be the particular yes, that's what you're seeing. But well, I wanted to make it legit. I figure <laughs> I figure like back in the sailor days, they didn't mix it with like your you know, your fluoridated tap water. They mixed it with the water they had. Oh. Uh. So, well, I hope
0: this should kill any uh, waterborne illness in in your backyard goldfish pond.
1: No, my goldfish are
0: disease-free. Hey, fantastic. Yep. Mark, uh, I want to take a moment while we consume our grog okay. to go over a few nautical phrases uh, in celebration of the Weinfellers nautical... Bodie McBoatface episode.
1: It sounds like we're really going to learn something. Yeah,
0: you're going to learn something, that's for sure. Uh, okay, let's start off with the uh, term groggy, Mark. Well, I
1: can. F- <laughs> I mean, the, why did I start off with such an easy one? I know I might not be the sharpest tool in the shed, but I think I can figure <laughs> out where that word came from. I, I looked. Uh, I, I looked this
0: one up, and the mm-hmm. word "groggy" is a nautical term, and of course, it ties back to what we are drinking, grog. Right. And I learned in the process that grog itself has uh, was invented by some admiral that everyone now hates. Every sailor would have a ration of rum once a day, half a pint of rum they were allowed to drink, and he got the brilliant idea of watering it down. Wow, what a hero! <laughs> I mean, this is what this guy's known for, Mark. Yeah, he didn't outmaneuver or outflank some enemy vessel in some famous war. He watered down. I got a brilliant <laughs> he idea. Go gather around. Well, he, well, look, and it was fascinating because uh, apparently uh, you would get this daily allotment of rum as if you were a sailor on one of these ships, and a lot of them which would stow it away they'd put it in a vessel so each day they'd save it up Mm -hmm. until they had enough to get three sheets to the wind Mm -hmm. and he had the idea if we water it down it won't uh, it spoils faster and oh man he was just a favorite as you would imagine among (laughs) sailors and that's why there was a mutiny (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happening, actually.
0: There's, uh, there's another So that's groggy. Okay. Right? There's another term. Uh, it's called uh, high and dry. Okay. You got any guesses on this one? High it's and pretty, dry. It could be self-explanatory.
1: High, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't I mean, I know what it means now, but I don't it, know where it came from. It, it comes from If you think of a boat,
0: right, mm-hmm. uh, and how they can Imagine if you took a boat in at high tide, and then the tide came out. It would be beached on the land
1: leaving it high oh, sure. and dry. So, but I guess now it means like you're sort of without an opportunity. You're, you're done.
0: Exactly. These are all things we, all phrases we use today. You right. know, when you say they left me high and dry, you're not saying they left me and my boat uh, at high tide on uh, low tide on the beach. <laughs> Yes. You're saying you kind of left me here helpless. That's cool how that, you know,
1: became part of our language. I didn't really know that. I like so that's that. Good. Yeah, it's I good. I like
0: that. Um, another one, uh, and this one kind of fascinated me a little bit. Okay. And again, as, as I prepared for this nautical theme show, uh, I learned something and wanted to pass it on. This one I found very, very informative Shiver My Timbers, or
1: as you might know it, shiver me timbers well yes obviously the famous uh boat captain popeye said that of course (laughs) um but i don't know where it came from no clues all right let me start by this the word
0: shiver did does not mean now what it used to mean shiver used to mean to break into pieces did you know that
1: oh no have a little more well, no. your grog there, I, Mark. Well, there's something called a shiv, you know, mm. in, in pris, prison lexicon,
0: and that could be
1: a That's, broken that piece is of a broken timber, piece of wood, or broken piece of. You can make shivs out of anything. But we'll talk y- about that. You are blowing my mind. We'll talk about that on our next show. Could you? <laughs> the
0: wine. Look, we we do need the wine felon. The uh, wine
1: felon. The wine felons. The wine felons. <laughs> well, the wine felons will teach you how to make <laughs> shivs and prison
0: wine. You know what? Oh, we're totally, why doing wrong, are we? we're totally doing the wrong <laughs> show. We're completely doing the wrong show. How have we not thought of that
1: until now? <laughs> the wine felon. <laughs> Imagine putting that on your Vita.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 wow. That's shiver crazy. my timbers, Mark. Uh, shiver my shivs. Shiv my timbers. What it means is that... Um, uh, if you shiver one's timbers, Mark, okay. it means you're basically b- breaking your boat or the timbers of your boat into pieces. So when a captain or pirate sounds like a bad thing. Oh, it's bad. You know. Well, shiver me timbers, yes. right? What you're saying is, well, let my boat uh, break into pieces. So, like, right? it's a, a terrible thing sort that like, can happen.
1: Like damn the kind of thing.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now. <clears throat> The uh, there's another one I've got. Uh-huh. It's uh, <laughs> and I've already used it on the show. It's uh-huh. three sheets to the wind.
1: Now that I, I mean I, that I can figure out. What.
0: We we all know right. what it means in modern day language, but where
1: where do you think it came from? Well, when I think three sheets to the wind, I'm thinking uh, instead of a instead of a sails being tight. Uh, and blowing wind, they're just sort of draped over the side of the boat and just sort of your boat's kind of going aimlessly around and kind of going back and forth like somebody who might be drunk. Absolutely. Did you
0: know that th- with three sheets to the wind, um, there is a, and we'll need to ask the captain later because I was not. We'll ask him about that. We'll ask the captain who's on later. Y'all y'all stick around because this is going to be great. The uh, three sheets to the wind, Mark, apparently uh, boats could not always sail into the wind as well as uh, as they could with modern-day sailing vessels. Well,
1: everybody knows that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this, but apparently the triangular shape of some of those sails on a sailing vessel okay. assisted with the propulsion into an oncoming wind.
1: Well... You might not know this about me, Joe, <laughs> but I used to do a lot of sailing in my time. No, you did not. Uh, well- Did you? There are these uh, little sailboats called sunfishes. You, you, and you were
0: an amateur pilot for a while. Well, that's true. So
1: I'm not, now I don't know what to believe. <laughs> no. no. I When I lived up in Providence, Rhode Island, I did take sailing lessons and learned how to sail these really small uh, sunfish boats. Nice. And- um, it was really because I was single at the time and it was a way to meet, meet women. <laughs> but then when I actually did this program to learn how to sail, it was found out that really there was few women who were really interested in that. So, <laughs> um, so that, that scheme didn't uh, work so well.
0: That, that, uh, that reminds me of, of uh, a time when I actually, here's a little nautical experience I have as well, um, uh, took out a small boat, uh, just like you said, in a bay. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Gentlemen, their family, all our families were there. They were teaching us how to they call it how to tack into the wind and tacking is just going back Back and and forth forth, and back and forth. And we had to tack into this bay. Yeah. With the like, it must have been a forty mile an hour wind in our face. Right, we're in a little sunfish like you're talking about.
1: And every time you have to reangle the sails and oh, and really, the, whole, yeah, the yeah. whole, the whole, uh, the whole, the boom around, that, the comes. The boom, that's the word. Swinging around and yeah, it's it's uh, a <laughs> no. It's I mean you have to like be actually vigilant that you don't get like clobbered by the sails and and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's something else. So hang on to
0: these uh, terms, Mark, because we're going to use them later. Okay. When we interview Jerry Gertz of Erie Canal Cruises. I can't wait. <laughs> Whatever the cut of your jib be, don't go anywhere. Ye Winefellas
2: News is next. Something's better than nothing Cause something is what something is. to be Better than something Something's better than nothing Cause something what something Guess is better than something. Something's better than nothing. Something is what something used to be. Guess it's better than something. Something's better than nothing. Something is what something used to be. Guess it's better than something Something's better than nothing Cause nothing is what something used to be Guess it's better than something Something's better than nothing Cause something is what something used to be Guess it's better than something Something's better than nothing
0: Welcome to North Carolina's only fine wine newscast, where your good wine fellers, Mark and Joe, discuss real wine stories. From this week's news, offering you an insider's view into the fascinating and often hilarious world of fine wine, right here on WA. this week on the wine feller's news have you always wished that you could combine the vertigo induced nausea that comes from too much drinking with the vertigo induced nausea that comes from seasickness well now you can get your sea legs with the latest creation from ama waterways and are you ashamed of your monthly wine expenses don't be we will unmask a well-known pirate celebrity
1: and expose his $30,000 a month wine budget right now the news you know before I do the news i really like that song joe thanks mark that was really good i really like that how uh, long ago did you record that
0: that was uh maybe a year ago yeah that was very nice I had bobby mcferrin over and we just uh yeah. drank some grog and had a good old time that was good thank oh, you
1: the news this week on the wine news Emma waterways, self-assessed as the world's leading river cruise line, <laughs> celebrates the modern epicurean lifestyle aboard its luxurious ships and invites travelers to uncork the traditions of the local <laughs> culture and experience the wonders of the experience the wonders of wine along Europe's legendary waterways. Oh, come on, yeah <laughs> With onboard activities such as wine tastings and immersive shore excursions such as. Wine tastings <laughs> it is sure to awaken or at least get fairly drunk the inner pleasure seeker in all of us <sighs>
0: is this real
1: yeah, these are real stories I mean you know it's it's just a wine themed uh, cruise you know what i I was very reluctant to do this because I am morally opposed to cruises.
0: you would not go on this wine cruise. I wouldn't go on
1: any cruise any. I've been on one cruise in my life. <laughs> really?
0: Yes, one cruise. And it, I'm, I'm terrified that I'm about to learn how what, that <laughs> went down.
1: Well, it was uh, shortly after I uh, met my current wife.
0: All right, y'all were dating at the time. We were
1: dating at the time, and if and how do you find out if it's a oh pers- boy, if it's a person you. <laughs> How, how do you find out if it's a person you want to marry or spend a long time with or date? Lock yourself on you, a cruise well, ship. Well, but that's true. You take a trip with them, and then and then then you oh, find yeah. then you kind of get the real sense of who these people are, and if you can get along with them under you know under. Oh, a, but a cruise ship, everyone breaks down on a cruise ship. But no, we had, it's like it was terrible. Oh. So I, I booked
0: a cruise. It was Costa Cruz. Costa Cruise. True story. Costa, is that the
1: one that went down at sea?
0: Costa Concordia,
1: yeah, Costa Concordia.
0: It, oh, off the, uh, off the, yes. uh, uh, what was that city's name? I don't There remember. was a town there, the, the guy tried to, uh, sure. basically like uh, thread the doing needle, like a flyby. But oh, anyway,
1: so it was like a year before that, and we, um, <laughs> or a couple years before that, I don't remember. But so, so what we were so we, uh, I booked the cruise, yeah, and I'd never booked a cruise before, and i like, I found the cheapest deal. On a cruise ever, we were gonna like online. We were gonna go to Italy and Turkey and uh, Croatia and Greece. I mean, it was gonna go around for ten days and the ten room, day cruise. It was, the room was about as cheap as could be. I mean, I thought, I mean, I fa- I was the luckiest man in the world. So I really, bo- I booked the cruise and uh, nice. Of, of course, the uh, the we were on the bottom deck and our <laughs> and our our right this way, our sir. Room was was we literally shared a wall with the engine room. <laughs> We did. (laughs) I love you. Uh, (laughs) The idea of
0: you slowly descending into the bowels of the ship. did When you finally got to your hallway, down to your room, was it the only room on that hallway, and was there steam
1: spouting out of pipes? Well, the room next to our room said, in Italian, uh, authorized uh, personnel only, and our whole room just violently shook the whole time. But the, the worst part about it is that we, we, when we started the 10-day cruise, we had nothing. We had no... They lost our luggage. The airline lost our luggage. We had nothing. Uh. <laughs> Oh my God! And so we started a, a, a cruise and a new relationship with nothing oh, locked, locked in a room next to the engine
0: room with no with clothes, no two, nose, no nothing, hygiene nothing to brush products, your teeth, no deodorant, nothing. Just the clothes you were wearing, right? So, we, oh, but we, my knew, gosh. but right
1: before we got on to the ship, we found out that our uh, luggage would not be traveling with us, and so we, <laughs> we ran. We were in Venice at the time. We ran around Venice, and uh, my wife, uh, you know, it's it, Sunday, and on Sunday, well, you every, gotta, you got to go. Everything oh, is closed God. in Venice on Sundays, and so I could not find anything to buy clothes wise. And Jennifer found some clothes, and everything she found had. It Was by street vendors and had the word Venice on it. So she bought a Venice <laughs> like, hat, I a love Venice, Venice. shirt, a Venice <laughs> pants, and that that was her that was her next outfit that she was going to wear. But I couldn't find anything, so I what oh. I got on the boat. <laughs> I went. I went to the. Uh, <laughs> I went to the, the shop on the cruise. They
0: boat. have those, yeah. They have they have shops on cruise boats. It,
1: it's, it, was, it went to a clothing shop on the cruise on the cruise line I'd imagine it was more Venice material it it was the most expensive clothes you'd ever consider (laughs) buying I mean I mean tremendously fine Italian
0: silk no
1: so (laughs) what I so the only thing I could find is I found uh, jeans that had in big words on them for some reason Marlboro And then I found a a sweatshirt that said Marlboro with big words across the chest. It's the only thing I could find. And these were and the jeans were like two hundred dollar pair of jeans, and like the, the, and, and the and the sweatshirt was like a two hundred. I mean, it was really expensive stuff. And so I so the first day on the cruise, so you're I, walking around the Marlboro man. I walked around the Marlboro man. She she's and, like and, I love Venice. And she was like the <laughs> ultimate tourist, wearing everything Venice. And we were on you're a, always sticking out like a sore thumb. We we're on an Italian cruise ship. Everyone's dressed to the nines. Really nice. <laughs> Nicely, and it was, and here we are. We, and we had nothing. And so they get, and we went to the, and uh, we, went to, we went to the concierge person, and they gave us a bag. And in the bag, there was um, uh, paper underwear. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to help you out. They're trying to help us but out. But that's all they had. They gave us paper underwear. It was like paper with a, like an elastic band around <laughs> it.
0: How did you all, surely you, you wanted to go out at one night, like your first night there, you wanted to go eat out. We had nothing. We nothing? Had, we had a, we, people, they couldn't even offer you any clothes? On, a, or, on
1: an Italian cruise ship the first night, everyone wears a suit. I guess that's what you do. And yeah. everyone's in their Armani suit. And I'm showing up, I show up dressed as the Marlboro man. And, and I'm sure an employee had a spare uh, set of clothes for you or your wife we had nothing we had nothing and we and so over the days as uh. we stopped on ports we thought okay no problem we'll get clothes and stuff but it was never anything <laughs> well yeah we the next get.
0: one you got to and it was like i love the next town you stopped yeah, in. Yeah,
1: it's just more because you land on a dock there. It's just oh, yeah, all tchotchkes it's, and it's just nothing you want to another tourist trap. Right, and, and so <laughs> it's nothing you could wear. And then, and then uh, at one point in Turkey, uh, Jennifer found <laughs> she found like this wrap that you wrap yourself with, like when you're out, getting out of the pool. And she somehow like <laughs> she she got she she took tape and made it into a dress. How that, this yeah. is a ten day cruise? How long? Before your luggage got back to you. So her luggage never came.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Yours did? Mine at the end of the cruise oh. did come. Oh. So so here you're... Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. That's bad, Mark. Did you... Out of solidarity, did you choose not to wear any of the stuff that came in your luggage? Oh,
1: no. I wore my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Jennifer, you don't want to wear this, right? It's too big for you. <laughs> and you guys are together still today. Yeah. So, you know, if you can get through uh, a challenge like that wow. in the beginning of a relationship, um, you know, it was, it was a struggle. And, but, but, you know, because of that, <laughs> I will never, never get on another cruise again. <laughs> and the ship sunk. <laughs> okay next all right
0: johnny Depp. i would still like to go on a cruise with you really i'm gonna i'm gonna work it all out we're gonna go on a cruise we have
1: talked about you know being making a winefellers cruise remember yes we have you know, they have these uh these theme boat cruises where like you you, you can uh, you go
0: on you put on the show like a prairie home companion for example yes big radio show like like ours uh, has a uh cruise a, a cruise where, where you people go, fans of the show go and immerse themselves in that uh show for ten days or whatever. Would it be impolite
1: to say that, that would I would find that excruciating e, that would not be impolite. Okay. That would I just be correct. Don't, you know, you just talk about ketchup for ten days. <laughs> I, I don't I mean just yeah, ketchup and Folky
0: bluegrass in for Lake ten days Wobbegon. Oh, Mark, move move along. Okay, move along. But
1: I'm sure that's the thing. But every cruise theme has, you know, you have your. That's uh, how I'm going to get yes, you back. But on there's it. nobody who'd want to.
0: Winefe- yeah, no
1: Winefellers, yeah, Mark, right. Johnny Depp, America's beloved Disney Pixar pirate, who? Johnny Depp. Oh, you know Johnny scissor hands. Johnny, I'm just used to calling him by his first name. Oh yes, yeah, I think it was by John. Is reported to have lived an ultra extravagant lifestyle by his former managers, who claim, among other things, that he spent eighteen million dollars to buy and renovate a hundred and fifty foot yacht, paid three million dollars to develop and acquire a live cannon capable of and intended to blast the cremated remains of author and personal friend Hunter S. Thompson over the air er- over the area of Aspen, Colorado. Mark, this cannot be true. Yeah, it's all true. It's true. We true. We do true news here, but perhaps the most egregious claim was that of his alleged thirty thousand dollar a month wine budget, that he used to fly expensive wines from around the world to wherever he was at the moment for his personal
0: consumption. Thirty grand a month for a wine uh, addiction. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, if the money came, that doesn't sound too bad. I mean, if the if the money went all to wine, I mean, a thousand dollars a day, and you know, there are actually quite a few bottles that you could actually easily spend a thousand dollars on. That, sure. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. Yeah, but what gets me is the the detail that
0: uh, he f- flew the he flew he them. flew the expensive wines. Yeah. Now, I guess they
1: didn't have them where he was, wherever but, that was. But
0: it seems to me like you would spend the bulk of your thirty thousand dollar budget simply transporting the bottle of wine to you. So let right, me put because, it this way: so people think thirty, you spent thirty grand on drinks last month. You, last month, you must be an alcoholic. But it could have just been. Four or five bottles, and maybe he was filming in New Zealand,
1: right? And if it's a personal jet, I mean, I guess you could, you know, easily spend that to fly over, fly the wine over. But I don't think he cares how fast it gets there. I mean, he could probably just fly it in a uh, small. Um, oh, you're tank. thinking he didn't fly it in a personal jet? May- Wait, do they do
3: they
0: mean it. that they flew it on a on a uh, like a UPS airplane? I don't know. See, now I'm starting to. Ask the questions that really need to be asked. Yeah, I'm
1: assuming. Hard. i was assuming he's just flying them on their own plane, but yeah, I don't know. But um, <laughs> but you know, I don't think why they had to go over a jet. I mean, they can go over in a propeller uh, to Cessna, you know, or something like that. So, um, but this is this is actually
0: disturbing because I've read this. Uh, that I've seen Johnny Depp in the news a lot lately, uh-huh. and it's some of this. He's he's lived this this lifestyle he couldn't afford. And um, I'm starting to wonder if it was the Pirates of the, of the Caribbean movies that finally did him in. Because if you, if you look at it, you know, he, he made a ton of, ton of cash. Probably, from those movies. yeah. Probably. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and the fact that you said he bought an $18 million yacht yeah. and renovated it. Right. <clears throat> and then is now purchasing three million dollars worth of live cannons. Yeah. That's Combined a... with a heavy drinking habit. I think he's taking his role of Jack Sparrow yeah. too seriously. Too seriously. Think.
1: But I think it's more than the idea of that's what you do. Kind of things you do when you have way too much money and way too much free time. Wait, are you telling me that other celebrities who've never played a pirate in a blockbuster franchise do these exact same things? No, but they do weird things like Drew Barrymore bought a wine vineyard. <laughs> you say that as though you're just disgusted with her. I know. I'm a little upset with Drew Barrymore. I know. I'm sorry. Because, you know, we've asked her to come on the show many times, and I don't even get a response I from wonder why. I don't even get a response. If ye don't
0: yet know the ropes, don't go anywhere. Famous pirate at large, Jerry Gertz of Erie Canal Cruises, is in ye ol Winefellas studio next <laughs> Jerry discovered his love of boating at an early age, frequently floating on his back in the neighborhood swimming pool, imagining himself as a glorious ship of the line, majestically cutting across the Atlantic with the wind at his back. Often staying into the night, long after all the other children had gone home, he would ceaselessly maintain the charade for weeks and sometimes months until the desire to become a boat captain was seared into his mind or something like that anyways no matter how he got there you can now find him at the helm of the vessel Little Diamond 3 as he navigates 15 miles at a time down the Erie canal let's give a warm wine fellers welcome to pirate uh captain jerry jerry welcome
4: hey hi you, there captain jerry <laughs> hey you got you fellers are okay you know oh, i, I gotta tell you be very honest with you i'm gonna get you a bronze star at least maybe a silver star can you do that as a captain i can <gasps> do anything as
3: a wow. captain wow <laughs>
4: bravery. You guys are the bravest radio people I've ever seen. Wow. Nobody ever has put me on live on the radio. <laughs> They're worried about my mouth. Well, no one's ever called
1: me brave before.
4: <laughs> you well, guys are amazing. Your story about uh, your wife, yes, or your wife the be, <laughs> uh-huh. I had the exact same experience with Jennifer four years before you met her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, too bad didn't work out for you.
4: <laughs> well, the problem was we weren't next to the engine room. We were next to the cruise quarters, and she fell in love with a Philippines guy
0: See, <laughs> mark you got it right you, oh. you <laughs> your engine room ploy was a ploy it was it, well it, it some it worked it was a ploy For, to,
1: my ploy to save money the <laughs> <laughs> marlboro man. Well, I yeah, I, right. I, love yeah I love that you, love you were it.
0: like you were like our luggage got lost meanwhile you really purposely hid it so you could wear the attractive marlboro suit was yeah. there a picture of a horse on
4: your t-shirt uh,
1: no, it was just. It was a, I can picture it though. It's just a red sweatshirt with big letters that said "Marble Thanks
4: so much for uh, getting me on here. That's really great.
0: Thank guys. you, Jerry. Tell us what what is a captain, and who are you, and what do you do?
4: I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not even sure what I'm going to be when I grow up. But now um, sounds like a
1: cool job. I, I want that it job. Is,
4: it is a cool job. I mean, you know, the best thing I do is Friday night party cruises. Uh, <laughs> it's your like your way of meeting women in the sail sunfish. You know I do it on Friday <laughs> night party cruises. Yes, <laughs> right, Mark, you I invite them. <laughs> I don't charge them. They come on. We have an open pilot house policy. Brilliant. They come into the pilot house. So I teach them how to drive. Brilliant. And then we go out. We dance. Yeah, brilliant. And we have our media guy or somebody else drive the boat, and I just party and uh,
0: <laughs> someone or someone else. Yeah, it-
4: and and talking about uh, you know your grog is pretty good actually. You I, like the grog. I can't you. believe you bought this brand, Lucky Tiger Peach Rum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we gave, we we uh, we pour all of our guests here on the Wine Fellers whatever we're drinking for the day. Jerry actually lucked out today, Mark. I think you poured him grog. But from the looks of his glass, there's no water in that garage. Yeah,
1: how come he has no water in his garage? Well, because I asked Joe to
4: uh, provide me (laughs) with uh, the same ratio we use on board Little Diamond 3, which is 14 to 1. 14 (laughs) parts of rum and one part of water. And sometimes we don't even do the one. We just pass the water bottle around the rim. (laughs) Isn't, Isn't that called rum? (laughs) <laughs> it might be, but we call it grog. Okay. And we, we yeah. pass out extra rations, particularly to those girls on the Friday night party cruise.
1: Wow, we need to go, uh, where's this boat, Chip? Yeah,
0: Mark There's all, a boat. you all of a sudden have Mark's attention. He'll go on a cruise. And I, I can guarantee you, I can ex-
4: give you a better experience than you ever had on any cruise. You won't have to stay overnight, but but I will guarantee that's a good risk of you getting a divorced if you come to one of my Friday parties. <laughs>
0: Wow. (laughs) What a tagline. Come (laughs) ride with me. You might be divorced. (laughs) I I think I lead a boring life. Well,
4: Well, by the same token, (laughs) there's always somebody in waiting. So you know <laughs> it usually works out we match
1: them up so. wow your really cruise nice slash
0: you. dating uh service so, yeah
1: right so, so but really where where is the, what body of water where i find this boat okay well here this is <laughs> he's a, slowly trying to make his way serious. there you're getting
4: serious well, you're getting trying to, to, you serious tr- first so of he's all,
0: trying to find out where he needs to be next right, friday is this boat
4: near me yeah. <laughs> no, this is uh, upsta- upstate New York.
0: Oh, there's a little body
4: oh. of water that runs from Albany to Buffalo. It's called the Erie Canal. I've you might have it. heard of it. Yeah. This Once is the 200th was. anniversary this year of the beginning of the Erie Canal. Is it? Yeah, so there's a lot of great things happening up there. But uh, it's still in use after 200 years. Wow. It's amazing. Now, it doesn't carry cargo very much anymore, <laughs> but it's mostly all pleasure boats and
0: Friday night party cruisers. It, 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 are there people who cling to to the uh, um, honorable uses that the canal was once for. I Never. think that's an
1: honorable use. So, no, I need to know here. So, what actually happens on your boat? Well, so, we, so, is uh, there like a DJ? Is it like people playing music? I mean, what's happening actually?
4: Yeah, yeah we, we do several things. First of all, our stock and trade is a historic hour and a half trip where you go through a hundred-year-old lock that's still operating after a hundred years okay all original equipment you get raised and lowered 20 feet that's nice i that, talk about the history of the canal that's good all right and that's the straight thing we do education. nothing else we do the other eight cruises we do are not straight they're 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 uh, they're a little more fun we have do comedy cruises we do canal nations cruises we do friday night party cruises wow we do all kinds of things but it's on on the erie canal and every ever, everyone just get too drunk and fall off Oh, geez, don't even say that. that oh, is that, that bad? That's, that's bad. Oh okay. no! That, actually, they, they, they passed the Congress passed a law called the Rail Jumper. I mean, you can go what? to jail for doing that now. You're kidding me? No, honest, five years. As oh, as, wow. a as a passenger. As a passenger, yeah.
1: Oh, well, Wait. well we lobbied yeah, hard but, for that because that, that's on such on a my, scary oh, thing. But you, that's on my bucket list. Yeah, well, let me tell you about. I had a large
4: cruise business in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, before. I uh, this is my retirement years now. You know, I've only been at this forty three years. So nice. started when I was three. Uh, <laughs> that's for the women in the out neighborhood there. pool. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we did a a, 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 a cruise on uh, a, a Christmas uh, light cruise. Okay, that they did every year in Fort Lauderdale, uh-huh. and we had a dragon on board. Okay.
0: A what? A yeah, dragon?
4: we made a dragon out of people, all right? It was like 25 feet long, and this dragon would go serpentine oh, yeah. on the deck, all oh, right? Yeah, so yeah. here, the head of the dragon, the guy in the head of the dragon, decides <laughs> to jump overboard. No. <laughs> oh, no.
1: No. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. <laughs> did <laughs> and, everyone follow him over like lemmings, or did it? <laughs> no, no. Gee, I just, was wondering
4: if the whole
0: Yeah, no, here we go. <laughs> no,
4: he went over on his own, okay? Oh, no. Now, luckily, the boat behind us. Okay, picked him up. Yeah, but can you imagine <laughs> seeing the head of a dragon? Coming <laughs> <up>? <laughs> <laughs> the, like, for, the longest monster we found. <laughs> I also had a boy and a girlfriend get get into an argument that never happens usually on never. our boats. It usually works the other yeah, way. Especially, especially
1: it's a when kind of a yeah, happy.
0: Especially yeah. when there's alcohol involved. So
4: is there a stockade? And he decided to jump over and
1: swim to shore. And,
0: oh right. boy! I, I guess so because you're on a boat. There's really nowhere to go.
1: I, I would have a stockade if I had a boat like that.
0: It's called a brig.
1: I mean, a oh. brig. Oh, <laughs> yes, a brig.
0: <laughs> do you have a brig on your? And are you allowed? I have so many questions. I have a
1: secret brig. Yes. Oh, wow. Are
0: you allowed to like make a sea captain? I can
1: arrest? do anything.
4: Can, like well, on yeah, on oh the aren't captain. you?
1: But aren't yeah? But isn't that true? Aren't you like sort of like the domain of your own country kind of thing? Well, if you're <laughs> out 12 miles offshore, but when you're on the Erie
4: Canal, you have to adhere <laughs> <in your> to local <laughs> rules. But, but can't you? What if you go closer to Canada? Well, uh, wait, <laughs> get a map out for this guy. Okay?
0: <laughs> what if... I what, mean, what, Croatia? What, what if you run up the Jolly Roger... Can you do that in- I've never run up a jolly. Oh, you mean if you fly to Jolly
1: Road? Well, yeah, what yeah. My, yeah. What
5: oh,
4: that? you're mean? talking nautical now. <laughs> now. Right. But if you- What does that mean if you fly <laughs> to
0: Jolly
1: uh, As opposed to the popular- Yeah. <laughs> if you're just joining us on the Winefellers- Is this a television show? Can is. I have
4: some more grog, please?
1: Oh, here we go. Pass it over, yeah. Yeah. If you're just joining us on the Winefellers, we have Captain Jerry- a very famous captain, <laughs> <laughs> infamous, 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 who sails his boat on party cruises, up <laughs> <at> the <laughs> <area> canal. <laughs> that Mark, Mark is now
0: going to start attending.
1: Right, we're going to get you back you and bring Jennifer.
4: Believe I haven't seen her in years. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, can, we can, <laughs> if we
1: can, if we can,
0: now tell uh, I Jerry, I have so many questions, and I do too. <laughs> Uh, because Mark and I rarely get to interview. Uh, Can I interview. ask my question first? I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to set you up here, Mark. Because I have a question. Mark, yes. Mark and I have lots of questions. We've been saving up for a captain when we finally oh, meet Oh, of course. I, yeah, I've been I, saving and, these questions. I know, <laughs> Mark, I know. He, Mark started, the, he says he hates cruises, but he loves captains. I do. And he has some questions for you.
1: Okay, Mark. Captain Jerry. Yes. If you lost one of your arms, would you replace it with a prosthesis? Or a hook? Oh, definitely a hook. In fact, I have a See. hook. <laughs> I, I do. I have a hook. Of course.
4: And I'm with the kids, and I have a a, a name tag that says Captain Hook. And when we have a kid's cruise on, I take the hook in, and I hook out, and put it under my sleeve
1: of my jacket, and and I'm Captain Hook. Oh, Oh, Hook, of course. I I, I actually have a serious question. Oh, is that right? I do. That one wasn't serious. (laughs) No, that was serious, because I didn't want to know that. But are captains really expected to go down with a ship? Oh. If they are, I'm not going to be one of them. All right.
4: See <laughs> so you guys. Yeah. W- where does that come from? That was like the coast of Concordia. Comes, comes he, from being, being, being It's historical, you know. Uh, I think it's hysterical, not historical. <laughs> <story>. <laughs> no, I mean I understand the captain really, truly has to get its passengers or her passengers off the ship safely, in a serious answer here to you, uh-huh. that, uh, and the captain should be the last one to leave the vessel. That is true. So you believe uh, that should that be the last one no, to it's leave. No, it's not law. It's tradition. Right. I mean, but the captain does have rules and regulations to follow about getting all the captain, all the crew, and all the passengers off the boat safely. That's his responsibility. He's the main
0: man. And I'd imagine that if you were a captain on a war vessel— a naval vessel, that, and and your ship is sinking, and you're thinking, you're weighing two things in your mind. Do I die here, sinking with the ship, or go back and have to explain to these people how I lost a $400 million boat? Right.
4: There's a lot of interesting stories, particularly out of World War II, that, uh, you know, of, of captains and what they did and what the crews did, and they were very, very brave, and uh, you know, they, they really did stay with the crew. The Yorktown's a good example. The aircraft carrier to Yorktown, a great example. Yeah. Many others. But that's that's aside. I know you want to ask serious questions wow. about but, but what, Friday night but what party do you, but what do you
1: think about what the captain of the Costa Concordia <laughs> did?
4: He was an idiot because he was waving at women at the wrong place. Was that Sardinia? Or? Yes, that, that was it. I was, yeah.
1: But I think he left the ship and then came back on the ship, or I don't know. Well, what yeah, did. I
4: mean, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, he he went in too close to wave to some women on the shore. I mean, yeah. I do the same thing, but I know how where the water <laughs> is deep and where the water <laughs> isn't. He obviously didn't. Right. The,
0: the 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 unskilled uh, captains get weeded out, and that yes. was just part of the he process. He was a
1: captain for a long time, though. You know, right. Now he's
4: going to be a jailbird for a long time. Oh, is
1: he? Uh-huh. Now, are you? Oh, are so. you all actually? This is true. Are you actually allowed to drink grog if you're steering a ship, or is that? Annoying? Oh
4: no, no, no! And it's just like driving a car. And and, and we're regulated by the uh, Coast Guard. We have Coast Guard licenses. I'm a
1: merchant marine.
0: Nice.
4: Um, you know, uh, licensed captain, and. The crew has to have safety training and first aid training. I mean, this is all real serious. It's stuff. a first
0: class. We're safe, inspected. Safe, yeah, safety we're inspected, comes first. and
4: I mean, we have a lot of fun, but everything is safe. Everything is safe.
0: Absolutely. That's number one. But safety Mark, is Mark, number one. That doesn't mean we can't have any fun.
1: Oh no! Right. Oh no!
4: No. <laughs> no! All you have to do is go to our Facebook page and see how stupid we get. <laughs> okay. Well, go ahead and tell us our Facebook page so we can. Uh, well, it's Erie know. Canal Cruises Inc. for the Facebook page. But if you go to our website. Which is ErieCanalCruises.com. We have a Facebook feed on the home page, and you can see all the stupid thing we've done for 14 years. So.
1: Now, do you ever have people go on your cruise and deci- our boat and decide that they are just scared to death of boats? Huh?
4: I've had people think that, but uh, you know, <laughs> on the Erie Canal. <laughs> There really isn't a problem. You never have rough seas. Occasionally you get, you know, some very high winds and stuff and some heavy rain, but you know, basically it's a very very calm experience and I've never had anybody get ill or, you know, throw up or anything like that. I mean, do you have <laughs> to wear your,
1: do you have to wear your life vest? On the Oh, oh
4: no. no. I, I do, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he knows yeah. the truth, Mark. <laughs> well, he knows the captain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I, it, it, but when I introduced you, Je- uh, Captain Jerry, at at the beginning of this segment, I I'm, I I must admit, uh, if everyone hadn't already realized that I'd made up a story about how you got into boating, it, w- it was not true. Uh, how now I'm I must know. Sure. How you actually got into this? You said you've been doing it how many years? Forty three now. A- and how did professionally. this professionally? How did this
1: start? It does seem like a dream job.
4: Oh yeah, it, it is. It's it's a great job. Uh, okay, uh, I'll try to do this as quick as I can. <laughs> this is a long, torturous story through five wives and all kinds of things, which wow. are very. Oh, Jennifer man, this... almost was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lucky for me. Yes. Uh, no. Or lucky for me, I don't know. Only you know the answer to that one. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, my best it's friend. Okay, she doesn't listen to the show. Okay. <laughs> my, my best friend in high school's father had a uh, 36-foot Chris Craft in Barnegat Bay, New Jersey, okay? So every weekend in the summer, we'd be down there, and then we'd stay down. You know, the father would come back, and we'd stay there. And to make a long story short, I said, well, when I get rich, when I have money, I'm going to get my own boat, blah, blah, blah. Well, that never happened. So then I had a second plan. I'm going to buy a boat and I'm going to go and charge people. Ah. Ah, good. Little did I know the rules and regulations. So the story starts this way. I'm living in Michigan at the time with wife number three. Oh, you were kidding. No, of course not.
3: Okay. Yeah, we talk to anybody that. in my okay. crew;
4: they can probably give you their names and the dates. Okay, <laughs> all right. Wife number three. Yeah. And, the uh, wives
0: have come and gone. The crew has remained the same. Yes.
4: <laughs> and um, I wind up getting a boat. Well, I lost life number three as I bought the boat, and I went to not wife number four. Um, <laughs>
0: lost at like lost at sea. <laughs>
4: no lost like she came into the apartment we were separated and she cut all my clothes in half oh that would be uh, lost <laughs> all my ties all my suit jackets <laughs> not your captain's hat the captain's hat i luckily had with me but my epaulets she cut <laughs> wow um, the what the epaulets the four bars and no. oh,
0: on your shoulders yeah, yeah on my shoulders a <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, no. captain in disgrace it's terrible it was horrible <laughs> really it was horrible <laughs> you didn't deserve that no man,
4: no captain deserves that no, mark. No
1: anybody deserves well,
4: that. Well, she thought so. Wow.
1: Okay. So moving Well, on she to- was
4: going to a psychiatrist. She wound up marrying him, but that's another
1: story. <laughs> moving on to green, greener
4: pastures or blue, bluer bluer seas. So anyway, so I bought this boat sight unseen. Oh boy. In Marina Del Rey, California. Okay. I'm living in Michigan, okay? So I go out to see this boat. I said to go out to check it out, right? And the guy says that's selling it. He says do you know this boat comes with a contract to do a movie?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: wow. And I said, yeah, and the check's in the mail. Yeah, that sounds legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounded uh, real good to uh, me. Uh, uh,
0: it's a moneymaker.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, to make a long story short, I didn't really care, but it turned out to be true. I buy the boat. What? Yeah, yeah, true story. <laughs> 1975. <laughs> well, what was the movie? <laughs> You're going to love
2: this.
0: Oh, my gosh. Have I seen this boat? Or on the everybody
4: who has ever seen old movies has seen this boat and me captaining. What? What's the movie? Rich Man, Poor Man by Erwin Shaw. Nick Nolte made his bones yes, in it. Yes, we got to see this Darby movie. Malone.
5: So <laughs> you're famous. So
4: yeah. Well, infamous, infamous. Don't
3: forget
4: that. Oh,
1: I'm running. The, I'm watching this tonight.
4: No. So so anyway. Um, so I buy the boat. I'm on the boat. Three weeks later, somebody comes knocking on the door and says, you know you have a contract with me? I don't want really to have a contract with you. <laughs> What was it about this boat? Oh, it's beautiful. It was uh, 72 feet long. It was built in 1938. It was an old rum runner built in Bath, Maine. Oh, wow. Okay. And it was narrow. It was only 12 feet wide, but it was 72 feet long. Fast. The government, yeah, slow. <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> I love yeah, that's my knowledge. By fast, wow, fast he means terribly slow, slow. Well, I
4: mean it had a plum bow, you know, <laughs> straight up and down. It was an old timer. Yeah. With tumble home. You know how the back of the boat flares in? That's called tumble home for you land lovers. Thank you. Thank you're you. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> I feel like I can continue following the story. And it now. was beautiful.
4: Right. It had a four poster bed in the master bedroom and they <laughs> the, the, you, the rich man poor man story. I I could I'm this is too long a story, but basically uh, <laughs> they bought the boat because it's a character boat that fits the mo- fits the boat perfect. perfect.
1: So you yeah. met Nick Nolte? Nick Nolte. Oh, uh, let me tell you Nick <laughs> Nolte, Nolte
4: whatever. He he wasn't anything at the time so you could sit with him, sit up all night. Play poker, get drunk with them, drink, and have a good time. Seven years later, seven years later, we're going to make another movie. Now I'm in Fort Lauderdale called a Remake of Cape Fear that he and— um, <laughs> Wait, and, that and he that's he go- your boat? Yeah. And uh, he— wait. Wait.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's your boat in
4: Cape Fear? No, 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 no. I'm saying he came to my oh, boat. came to your boat. They, they came to my okay. boat because it, the, the movie was being made on the new river in Fort Lauderdale. Okay? So I go to see oh, him. New, a
1: new movie. He gotcha, won't
4: even give me the time of day. Whoa. Oh. Oh, I was so crestfallen. I was telling everybody, oh, I know this guy. Aww, man. <sighs> Nick. Yeah, he really yeah. did. Be it.
2: well,
0: we see what happened with his career, so he deserved yeah, yeah. it. Yeah,
4: <laughs> anyway, Well, he
0: did pretty well,
1: didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. All okay, right.
4: but uh, but we we make the movie Rich Man Poor Man, which is a
1: story all in itself. And yeah, I'm gonna really want to watch that movie. Yeah. So you're in it. If I see, if I
4: no, you you'll see what's called run bys I'm I'm just a shadow out there. But what, what? I didn't know, yeah, is you had to have a license to do this. So the coast guard, <laughs> coast guard comes and arrests me. What? Yeah, they arrested you? during the movie.
0: What? A, a, you need a, a license to be filmed on a boat?
4: No, you need a license to have passengers on a boat. Uh, you were, uh, oh, you were arrested for having
1: passengers?
4: Well, of course I had passengers. I was renting the boat out and never making a movie <laughs> on it. So who, 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 who turned How's you been? in following the story? Who turned, <laughs> who
1: turned you in? It was your ex wife?
4: No, well, who knows? Could,
0: but, uh, who, could be.
4: A, anyway, to oh, make a long story gosh. short. I had to go get a license. Now, that's a really involved process, all right? And it took a couple years. In the meantime, they wanted to give me a $10,000 fine. They knocked it down to five.
1: What? Oh, it's, I mean, yeah. Wait, so you couldn't have passengers for 10 years? No, I found other ways to do this, and I'll explain that. That's another story. Okay.
4: There's a thing called a bear boat charter. Well,
1: we <laughs> obviously we obviously need to have you on again because this is. Oh, uh, uh, we I'm just sorry. opened a can involved. of. worms. no, just, no, no. We're just uh, scratching the surface. We have here. opened a can of worms. I think we think we, we're thinking about making you a permanent member of the wine Oh, store. absolutely. I might have to stay here
4: forever. <laughs> well, yeah, because we you
1: have a lot of stories. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind ever going back. <laughs> Joe and I have run out of stories, and you have. A we're food, like, completely. So you out of them. Oh no, you're not. <laughs> you make them up. <laughs> my, that cruise, that cruise ship story. That was my last one. That was the last story.
4: Oh, we got stories <laughs> up the kazoo. Here. Okay, uh, well, thank you so much, yeah, Captain, ca- Jerry. Uh, Captain Jerry. Captain
0: uh, Jerry, one last time for our listeners here in the Wine Fellers, uh, where they can go to learn more about your business and you and uh, how to cruise the Erie Canal.
4: Go to our website, ErieCanalCruises.com. That'll tell you everything there is to know. There's a Facebook feed on the homepage there. You can see everything that we do on our Friday night party cruises, our historic cruises, et cetera, et cetera. I extend an invitation to anybody listening today. You come in and say you listen to this Weinfeller Show. Talk to me, and you got a free ticket from Captain Jerry.
0: Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. You've been listening to another exciting episode of the Fellers, North Carolina's only fine wine radio program. And I've had such a great time today, Mark. Me too, Joe. But the good news is, is that the fun can continue online. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Visit us online at thewinefellers.com where you can learn more about today's program and listen to previous shows. See you next week
5: songs and melodies change and change and sway but they still stay the same the songs that we sang when the dark days come are the songs that we sang when we chase them away if i ever found a pot of gold i'd buy bottles untold of the nectar of the vines cause i'm Die with a twinkle in my eye Cause I sang songs, spun stories Love, laughed and drank wine Tomorrow is a night.
1: 104.7 F-